You are about to experience the Corpse Cast. We would advise any listener who may be ill, pregnant, or of weak constitution to reconsider listening to the show for fear of an onset of health issues related to encountering bouts of pure shock or fright. For those who wish to continue, just remember to avoid fainting. Keep repeating, it's only a podcast, only a podcast. Everybody, welcome to episode 230 of the Corpse Cast. I'm Mike. I'm Shane. Shane, oh my gosh. Yeah, two weeks. Another two weeks come and gone. Do, you do, sound do, like a parent. Two gone. weeks, two weeks. Yes. Well, sorry. I Money mean, Pit. Remember that one in Money Pit? I don't. Like, you said it would be done in two weeks. I'm not going to lie to you. I like I like 80s uh, 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 t- Tom. Oh my gosh. Tom Bradley. Tom. It's Tom. I love 80s Tom, Tom Bradley. Tom Bradley is awesome. But he was in uh, I don't like that that uh Shelly Shelly Long. Shelly Long. I don't know why. Like I when she was in Cheers and oh, Rebecca you didn't like her when as... Rebecca came on, I was like, yeah. Yeah, and there she was we hot. Go. Well she was But I, I, I was young I enough. Ha- I was young enough to have a crush on Shelly Long. I just have never been able to deal with it. So I don't like that. Plus that movie drives me nuts because how Remember she was, was in uh Caveman with Ringo Starr. She was. That you know what the best part of that was is when that blind guy was searching in the shit for the old guy. Oh yeah, he was like diving through, and they and then they all started laughing at him. He's like, "You stupid blind asshole! You're you're digging in shit. You're digging in shit, you ding dong." And it's like, bro, he's trying to save somebody's life. Give don't, him a break. Don't don't have hate for Shelley Long. I mean, oh, no, she's I don't just, have hate for Shelley Long. She's just you know in movies. I find her irritating. Actress. And by the way, there's something that ha- that that will come into. I find something irritating. Oh, about the show today. Which, by the way. Uh, we are talking about Lordy's brand new album from 20. We've been doing a lot of brand new albums from bands that have been around yeah. for a while. Yeah. Sexorcism. Sexorcism. 2018 and Tales from the Crypt, colon, Demon Knight, 1995, which, oh crap, what did I yes. do? Yes. Uh, Demon Knight, colon. I, I'm punked. Colon. Well. Oh, uh, colon, right. Okay. When I say colon, I'm talking about the punctuation. And when you say me, colon, I wonder. No. Let me tell you this. If you're looking for it, you got to put in Tales from the Crypt, colon, Demon Knight. Yeah. It'll come up way faster that way. Yeah, because Demon Knight, you got tons of movies with the name Demon, with the word Demon. And Demon House with Knight. Zach Baggins. Zach Baggins? Zach oh Baggins, the ghost adventure guy. What oh. a turd that guy yeah, is. I don't care for him. You know what's funny is- What a turd he is. It's like my kids like to watch that movie, and I'm like, why are we watching this douche? And the thing is- is that right? They, they were like, I feel like I want to watch a, a, a ghost haunter show. And they'd watched every other one. Like all the, the one, the one with the plumber and stuff, all of them, they'd seen them all. Yeah. And so like, this is the last one. I'm like, well, okay, I guess that's, I guess that's what we're doing. <laughs> that Zach Baggins is a real piece of dirt. Didn't he just come to Utah to put on some kind of a symposium or something? I don't know if he did that, but I went to sleep to the episode season eight of him doing fear factory oh okay oh yeah yeah okay and they came and 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 you're just going god you're a fucking douche dude <laughs> i mean there might even be demons and ghosts in there but you're such a turd yeah that i can't contain myself i'm not gonna lie. i feel like i've seen like two episodes at the most of that show but i, just, I have to watch it because 
He's ridiculous. Oh, you, oh, so you watch it even if it's not at Fear Factory. Even, it doesn't matter. Do you the know guy the, bothers me so bad. Do you know what the funny thing He's is? He's like watching Polly Shore. You have to watch the movies just to go, I fucking hate oh, you. Oh, no, I love Polly Shore. I hate I you. I had a conversation about Polly Shore and Encino Man with my buddy Paul at work. And we were just like, whatever happened to movies like Encino Man? And I'm like, nobody likes to wheeze the juice anymore. And I got a good hearty See, laugh. But that's, got a that, good that's, hearty that's, laugh. that's what I'm talking about is... I don't mind Polly Shore, but his weasel. You don't like the weasel? I did not like the wheeze. How is that possible? I did not. You have I, no I was heart. not on board for any of it. You have no heart if you don't like the and weasel. And Zach Baggins is the wheeze of ghost hunting. Oh my gosh. That's I'm, all I'll say about it. I'm that. not going to. I watched an MTV special starring Polly Shore just because he was. I remember he like tried to. I had something to say about Zach Baggins. I don't even remember anymore. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Because I guess... It really doesn't matter. I don't know why we even brought it up, but... Oh, here's what I was going to say. Okay, so we live in Salt Lake City. I mean, you, I don't know if you know that now or whatever. You know, home of the Mormons. Right. I'm aware we live in Salt well, I'm Lake telling City. Well, I'm telling the people, not you. Oh. I don't know if the people who are listening know where we live. But the thing is, well, you were looking at me when you said it. So I well, had I look. To I like respond. to look at you because I, I like to. I like well, to. Well, I had to respond. I to like you. to work off your body languages in, in your uh, in your facial expressions. I like to work off that. I feel like that's what we do here, man. Oh, okay. But anyway, so you know, the skyline has the Mormon temple and all. You know what? Is, you know, just everybody knows that everybody it's got beautiful blue people, skies, huge <laughs> mountains. If people and, from around here don't. Uh, don't you know have don't know much about Utah or whatever they're like oh how many wives you got and I bet they ask that to everybody not just the Mormons do you have computers there yeah exactly the like yeah exactly so whatever but the thing is is as you drive in from from uh, driving northbound on I fifteen and you go and you get off in Salt Lake City the the main downtown exit there's a giant yeah building with Freddy Krueger painted on the side and the number six 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 on it yeah. And it's funny, I mean, because technically, the I guess the address is 666, six, uh, whatever. Two or something. Whatever the street went. is. You know, come on, it's no, good it's, for it's marketing. No, it's actually 666 West. Oh. It is actually 666 West. So, I don't know, 666 South, sorry. But anyway. Well, good for them well, and their I old just say, fucking I just find it so factory. ironic. You, you, you walk in the land of the, you know, we do have the worst college football team up in Salt Lake. That's true, too. But I mean, you get off and you go. That was some say, kind of an inside thing that I didn't catch. I was that was I was bashing on the youth. It's kind of, oh, you know what? Listen, right. listen, you can now. bash on them all you want. I don't care. All I'm saying is that uh, football season's less than a month away, so I'm pretty hyped about it. So and, uh, when you come into town, you're like, oh, I can't wait to see the sweet Lord Jesus and the beautiful temple that is there. But when if you're coming in from the north, south, you see, if you're headed north, if you're headed north, you see a giant uh, cement. Building. Yeah, it used to be. Yeah, exactly. Uh, that has uh, a Freddy Krueger looking guy that says six six six. I hope you like... die <laughs> right there on the building, and then you get off at that exit, uh-huh. and then you're like, "Oh my god, this is awesome!" And then all the filth is washed away, and you're back on the streets again. Oh my gosh! You know how hard I just got right now. I I don't even know what song that was. Come on, that was spreading the disease by Queensrÿche, man, off their uh, greatest album of all time, oh. Operation Mindcrime. By the way, Jeff, you got to give me a little more vocalage. I didn't. I that. actually kind of messed that up too because I, I of course, I can. It's like uh, you know, uh, Wheel of Fortune. I could get back on the streets again. Oh, you did that. a good job. You fooled me. But you, do you know you Jeff Tate hit me was with in some town? juicy? Oh, he was really? in town last Wednesday. You went. 
I didn't go because here's why. He was Wait, playing, he was I thought Operation I saw Minecraft. you tweet something like, I am so there. And I and I was until I saw how much the tickets were. Uh-huh. 30 bucks. And, I, and plus, <coughs> 30 bucks plus. Is uh, any of the guys from the band? No, no, no. In fact, those other guys are coming in like a month or something, and they're playing in Camas, which is like a small oh, town, yeah. like far away from, not that far as far as hours go. It is, well, I'll just tell the people, it is in the business of rock music. <laughs> when you're playing Camas, say goodbye to your career. What was that town that Tool played at? In if the, you're was playing at fairs, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're playing at fairs or Camas, Utah, where when when the big town, the big cities go, no. We're not going to book. Hey, they're you. still trying to make a living, man. What about the Metro City Hall? They couldn't get that. That's shocking to me because I love. I mean, but, but back to they'll Jeff let anyone Tate. play there. But that's true. They let you guys play there. I'm just kidding. I know that was the joke. I just felt like I wanted to explain it to the people. So whatever. But uh, no, thirty bucks plus whatever. I was too broke for that, and I'm like, well, because I had to buy two, and it's like. That's a lot of money. That's $60 That's to a lot see of money. Jeff Tate. When I saw them in like 91, I think it was, play the whole thing as a whole band. Yeah. And I f- felt like I spent like 15 bucks. I saw them open for Metallica on And Justice for All, and it was the deal. I saw Operation that too. Operation Mindcrime. But no, but they but they came back after that just to play yeah. that album. I, th- I think Empire was already out. Right then, way. when they were on tour, that's when that album exploded. Because I remember it was going, oh, Queen's right. That's cool. Oh, I heard no, some you, of those. No, I didn't. And I didn't right see after that, that no, my bam, they, it, that album exploded. As it should have. It's an amazing album. It is. It, it is. It really but is. Jeff Tate, we don't give a shit. Jeff Tate looks like a genie now. He's bald and he's got like the genie goatee and he's. They're uh, like, oh, they're, he, they're just going to love to hear my vocals. He still has it. I saw some videos and stuff like fine, that. That's fine, but. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. And it, play, it was at this place that used to be the Rock Church. Or no, was it K2, the Rock Church? It was like just this big like warehouse looking thing. And they turned it into a, uh, you know, right there by Best Buy on 21st South. Uh, they're, 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 anyway, there's like this warehouse looking thing that, that used to have, be a church or something. Now they've turned it into a rock and roll venue. Oh, boy. Because apparently the church went out of business. I didn't know they did that. Well, you know, if, uh, the, if the uh, collection plate isn't filling up. That's the irony happens. there is a lot of the songs on uh, Operation Mindcrime is about filthy lucre getting okay. Anyway, let's taking the money. Let's let's just, and let's sex and the nun, the dirty nuns too, right? She takes she walks the she well, she wipes the she filth away and she's back on the streets again. Yeah. Come on, oh that's right. It yeah. was about the dirty nun that that's was what fucking I'm and sucking and poking. Yeah, he takes her once a week on the altar like a sacrifice. That is a good album. It's a great album. Whew. I'm loving. That. We went. We we. I didn't realize we we're gonna talk. I'm about loving that today. it. So, uh, before we get into Lordy and before we get into Tales from the Crypt, colon Demon Knight, right? Why don't we go ahead and uh, take some calls mm. uh, for I the question that. of the episode? Last time, last episode, we asked what setting is automatic. What, what? Sorry, what setting automatically adds to the creepiness or scariness of a scariness of a horror movie because you have an aversion to said setting? Why don't we go to the phones right now? Good. Sorry, guys. We're just going to have to deal with this little bit of weird uh, sound while we're playing the the uh, voicemails. But here we go. I feel like... Listen for like uh, the Lord oh, Satan. Oh, 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 it just changed. So maybe maybe we're in luck. Here Listen for the Lord Satan whispering your name in these uh, voicemails. 
Maybe you could relay this message over to the people with the phone phone for me. I don't know if you're the switchboard operator or the. This is Brian Tow Truck, by the way. Boy, or, I don't even know who the fuck you are, man. What? But I heard this was the bone phone number. Did I already? I got some things to pick. Jesus, he's drunk. Yeah. First off, I'm just I'm getting into this latest episode. And I wanted to cover some shit before we get into Talk into your phone. Mostly because... He's on a mic phone. I hadn't made this call. I've always wanted to do old school Saturday night drive-in style car shows. Car shows. Yeah, oh, you know okay. me. I love my hot rods and car shows. He's also in the. He's on the freeway walking. Just maybe maybe he's at his house. Get everybody underneath an overpass. Up, you got the big fake fucking screen on. After their car. But I would look as the perfect double feature okay. horror night. Yeah, feature double feature. I, think I would do start the night off with creep show. Yes, nice anthology. Get everybody in the mood. Because you get you get a you get a few chances to it's woo not people. Horror, it's horror, kind of like let's get into this anthology movie. Good job. Great opener, and then I know you said double feature, but. You. This is my drive in. For the intermission movie, we're going to have Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Oh, okay. While everybody it's fun. runs off to the lobby to get themselves a snack. It's and then right. when we come it's back, fun. the big feature for the evening is going to be the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. That's, you can't go wrong there, I guess. Why not, man? And that's like great date night movies right there. Creep Show, Texas Chainsaw, maybe a little attack of Killer Tomatoes in the middle. I feel like that, if something's not happening before the middle of Killer man. Tomatoes, you just need to cut Drive that date short. Sadly, I miss them. They well, that's need to make a comeback. That's when Drive everyone's going for so popcorn and goodies. Cool, Good point. Like, there's nothing... There's no experience like that. It's like you were saying about... Back in the day, you used to have to go to a movie to see it. You couldn't just fucking stream it or go and rent it and carry it home. Yeah, but we had VHS. You had to depend on that movie being shown on a reel-to-reel projector on a giant fucking screen in a building or a hayfield. He got GP'd. Yeah, it's true. Here's the you thing. know, but the kids don't care about that. When you say that, when when someone tells us, you know, I, I used to have to cut the cornfields and we didn't have telephones, you go, well, that's sad for you. <laughs> uh, in the future, they'll be like, oh, well, we watch Texas Chainsaw, but we have a, a fucking huge fucking orgy and it's so awesome. That would be. They're like, but we used to go to a fucking drive-in and watch it, and they're like, yeah, but we fuck and enjoy the movie, and we sit there <laughs> and suck and tickle and fuck each other all right. night long. Well, of course. Here's let me ask. They're you something. all gonna have their own ways of doing it. Yes, we look back and we love. Well, okay, so look, look at me. I've got VHS tapes. I'm buying new VHS tapes. Yeah, you're buying new VHS tapes. Like like old movies. Do you have a VHS player in yeah, here? Yeah, right here. Okay. I bought this whole oh, TV it's in for your, it. In, in the TV. I got, I got a Warner. 
there was a time when they didn't even have that. No, th- no, this is totally 90s and yeah. like up to 19. 19- this is 1999. I feel like that was made in 1999. Here's the thing. So we look back on VHS stuff like that right now, right? And it's like, oh, because right now, especially the 80s are being so fetishized, I guess is a good word for it. Like everybody's, oh, we're so in love with you. And I am too. I'm guilty of it. Like all these movies are coming out. They're throwbacks to yeah, the 80s. I was there. I, I yeah. enjoyed it. Oh, it was I, great. And it's not, and to be, for me, it's nice to have that experience again, right? Yeah. I wonder in another 20 years what our kids will be like. That's well, when well, the drive in comes back. I wonder, I wonder what's going to happen. I mean, what are they going to look back at Netflix and Hulu and Amazon? It'll be too, it'll be like, eh, that's so digital. And they'll just be like, and, and I wonder if it's like, we couldn't find any movies because we just went around all night looking for something to watch. Yeah. And I don't know. We'll see. I mean, but it's going to happen, right? Yeah. It's going to, because the, they'll the, find their own way through it. I think his pick is, is delicious because you put the, the killer tomatoes on while everyone's, just going to get popcorn. That's a good bone-in movie, too, because it's. I don't really like it, so put it on. Yeah, just... It just get your food, have a, you know, have a bone Anthology. Great, great way to start it, oh, Anthology. No, great. Great. You've got four little, what, four little stories there. At the, you're like, ooh. Although, that last one's about cockroaches. Now you're putting on uh, uh, Killer Tomatoes, so they go get popcorn and stuff. The girlfriends might say, oh, I don't want anything. I'm watching my weight. And I just saw that terrible story about that <laughs> so guy. So what you're saying is that bro- movie might be a cock block in and of itself. Well, then you get Texas Chainsaw. And then yeah, the that's chainsaw a starts ripping. And then they they reach in. Oh, my gosh. That man is so scary. And you say, don't worry about it, babe. <laughs> I will protect you from I'll this you celluloid this, on the screen. I'll protect you in this fucking 55 Lincoln. <laughs> this in this 55 Chevrolet that I'm no, driving. That's, you know what? I don't care. I, I don't, I'm saying good job. I don't care if I'm still fetishizing the 80s. It was the best. I didn't have a care in the world. And horror movies are great. Were great back then. They're still great. I'm not going to lie. But whatever. Well, I just, I'll just i just be curious when I'm 60 years old to be like, what are What's the kids now? What are they What are they looking back? Are they still, or is it just too great to even like not be into? Whatever. Here we go. He called in again. Oh, goody. Oh, gee, Pete. There's just a certain... Speak up, Brian. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Bless your soul, GP. Spectacles, testicles, wallet watch. Shane. Buddy. Brendo. Yes. Talking about uh, a couple episodes back. Right. Janet Jackson. Wardrobe malfunction and how the plan, obviously. The piece of jewelry that she is wearing on that amazing areola <laughs> yeah. is not actually a piercing. It's what is referred to as a sweater bumper. It's oh. like an erection ring for nipples. And no shit. Damn. Little tiny things, these big, elaborate, like shields almost. Like yeah, paper. I have never heard of these. Yeah. Um, her Only nipple is pierced. In the piercing business. Wouldn't be know, the first time Brian Tochuk taught me something. Like a nipple. <sighs> You're talking six, ten, twelve weeks before it heals up right. Oh, oh, that like, was a truck. Oh, that was. Uh, nipple piercings are just rough. 
So I, I wouldn't imagine Janet would have gone to all of that. Do you know what's the worst thing about nipple piercing? All right, hold on. Uh, pause it. No, no, very interesting. Yeah, pierce it. Uh, pause it. Sorry, <laughs> pierce it. Pause it. Very interesting that he says that because he's saying, now, why would she go to the trouble to pierce that? I would answer that clearly and just say, maybe she's a horn dog and she already had those <laughs> nippies pierced. Maybe she wears that shield. What? 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 what All right. Is that? Would you have to be a horn dog here, to have your nipples pierced? Because I feel like maybe it's just a. Way here's to the express here's yourself. here's now. I don't know the lingo that tow truck knows. He knows all the lingo when it comes to this. But basically, there was this kind of sun-looking shield <laughs> that wrapped around the areola across the plump breast of Janet Jackson. Gotcha. Now to hold it on was a nipple piercing, a barbell nipple piercing. So it went that through? Held it. Oh, that my gosh. So the, the nipple, so, the, so the nipple went through, and it, no shit. That shoes. held that shield in place. No way. And he's going, now, why would she do that for Justin Timberlake? Sir. First of all, Justin, JT is the man. JT, awesome guy. I love dick in a box, by the way, if you're listening. Justin Timberlake. Mother lover. Um, but... You're saying, why would she do that for the Super Bowl show? What I would say to you is, why wouldn't she? And it's, why wouldn't she have it pierced many, many years before? And and say to Justin Timberlake, sir, wouldn't this be great? I have this beautiful shield uh, nipple thing. Yeah, but you get to still see the like the money. Do you think Timberlake is? Yeah, you can. Well, of course, because the nipple's exposed. That's what I'm saying. But the barbell is just going through the I didn't the know that. I saw it live, and I apparently my eyes were not attuned well enough. But that's the beauty of that whole idea, is that you can see that's clearly her nipple. Because the shield goes this. around the areola, I need and then the, the piercing goes through and holds the shield on that, the I did not itself. know that was even a thing. So, uh, Tow Truck, I love you, but I'm going to say she probably had those nipples pierced long before that. Why wouldn't she? She likes it. Nasty boys. Yeah. You know nasty, what nasty fucking boys. Like? boys. Nasty that boys was like 1990. Like that. Oh, my gosh. Going to get down with the nasty boys? Tell me she didn't sing that song with her nipples pierced. <laughs> Not anymore. Maybe she did, but I'm guessing that that sweet little star-shaped thing over Easy, the nipple sticking through is a sweater bumper. That's fucking great. Again, yeah, he yeah. knows more about it There's than great. I do. There I've never heard those words in that order, sweater bumper. Late 80s, early 90s, like, you go to these bike rallies and there was just nips sticking out through sweaters everywhere. Yeah, we call and that, that rock tip. Sweater bumpers. So yeah. Fucking awesome. And, uh, yeah, that, that's about all I have on that subject. <laughs> Jesus. Moving on to Mike's inability to say, God damn. Oh, yeah. You are not using the Lord's name in vain when you say, God damn. Yeah. Oh, oh coming from Tow Truck, he's the moral using compass. The Lord's name, you're, re- you're using his uh, title. Yahweh. As God. <laughs> is his name Yahweh? Listen, I love Brian, but I'm not going to take any kind of moral like advice from him. Whatever. He knows what a God is like. A, he knows what a sweater bumper is. It's not a proper noun, though. God. Is it? Name is God a proper noun? Yahweh. Yeah. Well, that's Second his actual name, name, but no capital G. God damn, you're not 
saying God should be damned. You were imploring not God was... to damn something. That's fine. Right. That's what Striper's going for is, God, please damn evil. They just left out the please. But here's the thing. It so Striper was it saying, doesn't matter God, damn evil. Can I ask you something? Thank you. Please. May I please just not say a word and not get heckled over it? May I please? Yes. May I make a choice for my personal life that's not affecting or hurting anyone else and choose not to say that word? To say, but what word? Damn? GD. Okay, so you're saying two words. God damn. I mean, I can say the G word You when can I'm say, singing, God loves me, this praises. I know. Yeah. And you can say, my God is, is an awesome, awesome God he reigns. Yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> uh, but you're choosing, to the two words you're choosing not to put together is God damn. That's, is that, Even is if that Phil Anselmo holds the microphone to your face in that hot fucking Pantera song, and Gosh, you're on the front row. Dang, what is it? electric. That's what I say. That's what I say. I say, gosh dang. Phil Anselmo's holding that microphone in front of your face going, this guy's really going to deliver on this one. I'm not going to lie to you. Phil Anselmo, he's great and all, but he is not worth my integrity. Thank you. All right. That's all I was after. There we go. There we go. I, I want to know the line. Apparently, that was easier than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. All right. He called in one last time for a shorter amount of time. This is We're starting the voicemails off with the B Tow Truck Show. It's great. I mean, and I mean that, Tow Truck. I'm not trying to be a dick. I think he's a blessing. A blessing. I think he's a real blessing. Sorry, I'm still I'm still getting used to turning around every time I need to put a voicemail on. He's enjoying that seat that like, spins God around. Goddamn, but... getting GP. What a bunch <laughs> of bullshit. God damn it. It's because anyway, you're yapping a lot, which not is using, great. You're not saying, "Damn my God." You're he doesn't think God I know this. Damn this thing. I I understand. It's a play on words. Striper said it was a play on words. I. It's like I so, I understand. You say goddamn. You're not using the Lord's name in vain. Well, it's not like you're blaspheming. Here's a question for oh, you. No, I'm going to pause it because I have something to say, too. Jesus. All right. Here's, oh, here's oh, a quick question. Oh, you're going to go first. Okay, no, okay go. so I'll go first. Here's the thing. I get it. If you, if, if I were like, it's a play on words. G-D and G-D, whatever. You know, that's fine if you're actually right. whatever. I'm not still going to say it. But the thing is, is I understand that's what it is. But if I, but, but the th- I understand exactly what he's saying. I understand what he's trying to convey to me. Right. I know all that, man. I just choose to not do it. I, I, you choose not isn't to. Isn't it funny also to say GD? Isn't that funny? I feel like it's kind of funny, too. Yeah, it's it's part of your characteristic. I mean, it's 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 something that I'm absolutely used to. G damn it. G damn it. You, G say, dang you it. say G dang it, G yeah, damn it. sure. Why not? But here's something. Here's a little brain twister but for there's you. There's a lot of people who just like, okay, so. Striper so, may have wrote it. That's fine. Did they say? Oh, they did say it. Never mind. No. I, I take Gosh, that back. Gosh, damn evil. All right. Yeah, because no, I was but here's the say, thing. But the then you get called, movies but... like then you get movies like Pulp Fiction. They were like, I said GD when they do a bump of coke or whatever. It's like, say, it's not always what you're saying. It's not always as pure as what you're saying. I just choose not to say it. I'm sorry that I was raised in this way. Right. Get off my back. Why are we talking about? Get this? off my back. And by the way, get off my sack. Get off. G O M S. And by like, the way, oh, get, off my, get off my ass crap. Which, I mean, all fairy tales aside, I'm not real hip to it. But those of you who are into the fairy tale and who are really oh, he's trying to he's trying to bust my balls. Lore, he's apostolizing. Right? Do not understand that when you say "goddamn," you are imploring God to 
damn something. I feel like he feels like he's God giving a revelation it, to people. Mike, people know. This guy might God be damn the you, devil. Mike. God, God damn him. He just said, God damned you, Mike. Well, so, it's not it's gonna okay. happen because I'm so righteous. You can My say heavens. God damn. <laughs> you can say Amorefer. I think it's no, MRFer is fine. I prefer you say motherfucker. I say that you sometimes. Know what I, mean? I like to say motherfucker. But MRFer anyway, is Before I get GP funny again, too. I love you guys. I miss well, you guys. I love you Go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, he's, yeah. he, he really is a dream. He, you know what? All, all being a bastard aside, yeah. he's cool as shit. Yeah. I love saying motherfucker. You know, I like that. I, I like it better than. Hey, you know, the only time you say motherfucker is when some guy just, like, pushed you. Or, no, you say, you see something, like, on the internet, and you're like, Immerheffer. Yeah, you say, motherfucker. Hey, listen here, pal. <laughs> you say pal. Pal's worse than Immerheffer. Yeah. If you call somebody pal, that's worse than Immerheffer. Let's be real. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, listen here, motherfucker. I don't, I don't, t- <laughs> I don't deal with your kind so kindly. Yeah, well, that's... Uh, but when you're... You know, listening to songs where you're like, "Motherfucker, that's a, that's a good." Well, no, jam. it's a, it's a good. Haven't you ever seen that like video about how the f word can be used in like every situation ever? And that's fine. It's true. Yeah, but I won't say GD. That's fine. All right, all right, here we go. Here we go. We got this next one. I have no idea who it is to be honest with you. So I love that. I love. They uh, didn't say who they were. Private dancers. So here we go. Here we go. Let's just go ahead and try this out. Huh. This is a, a trunk hog. Looking for an employer of a beer tow truck. Uh, I own Sugar and Tugs, Massage Apollo, and Happy Ending. He owe money. Tell him pay now. Or <laughs> <on his> <laughs> okay. I have women. They have disease. Now he pays. Thank you. Please contact him. So B. Trochart got a happy ending and potentially has a disease. I believe that 100%. Oh, my heavens. I have no idea who that was, too. It's one of those private phones? No, it just, it, I, it have, just I have the number. I just don't know who the number. We could call it back. We, I'm not, we're not going to call it back. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Hey, who this? Because he was doing, I think that was an Asian guy. Well, it had to be an Asian. It Can you tell, Because there wouldn't I mean, be a white guy Is that doing racist an Asian, to say I think that's... That no, sounds no, no, like an no, Asian because, guy? no, because you can tell if an Italian has an Italian accent. Hey, you can tell if a German. Matzo balls. That's what that's a I feel like a Italian might say. I don't know what Italian would say. No, the thing is that couldn't be a white guy doing an Asian accent because that'd be weird, right? Yeah. No, this is uh this is a straight up uh Well whatever. I I don't know. Go to the clinic, tow truck. I feel like tow truck has already heard. He already got the message, so there you go. Anyway, let's move on to the next one, shall we? Alan, I know this one. Oh, finally. Hey, guys, it's Alan. Just giving you a call to answer the question of the last episode. Uh, I think one of the best settings for horror movies is out on a boat. Oh, because you're stuck. Uh, there's been a couple that I can think of right up hand that I really like, like Ghost Ship, and one of my personal favorites is Deep Rising, which I, I think is a great movie. Don't but you ever the, um, agree? I do. Yeah, Deep rising is, is great. I mean, you're pretty yeah. much screwed. Even if you survive what is going on on the boat and you get off, what are you going to do? You're pretty much trapped out on the ocean and there's no telling what's under the water. So, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Bye. Oh, Alan. finally. Sweet Alan. Finally. Some sanity brought back to this podcast. I agree. The ocean scares the shit out of me. You know what's weird, too, is it's like, yeah, you have your shark movies, you have your whatever. 
But you never know what's down there, man. It's like you could have little things swimming it's up It's the most pee-pee. undiscovered fucking uh, part of the planet. Well, yeah. We don't know. There might be Loch Ness monsters down there. No, we there don't are. know. There are. Giant I, squid. I just feel like one. it's the Illuminati trying to hide the Loch Ness monster from us. Oh, I, I, what's going on there? I, I, I Bermuda don't Triangle. Who knows? Yeah, planes, trains, automobiles, and In that old Bermuda's- lady that hit Danny DeVito <laughs> with a pan. <laughs> right. Who doesn't love that? Oh, that's a great one. Smacking. <laughs> No, 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 no. That's a good one. That's a mine's my, mine's uh, mine's different, but it's similar because of the the scope. I'll just I'll just save it for when it's my turn. Yeah, but it's not my turn. So why don't we go? Very ahead good, and, Alan. Very it, good. Let's see. We got oh, we got a little baby Ricky, <sighs> the Rickster. Hey, Mike Shane, and little baby Ricky. Oh no, no, no. this is Mark from uh, Chicago. He said little baby Ricky, so I assumed Sorry, it was him. I'm a little late on this one. Uh, you know, I still love you guys. Okay. Oh, sorry. For the previous question, what double feature would you watch with some horror noobs? So uh, I decided yeah. to pick Nightmare on Elm Street 1. That's a good one. Classic, and they should learn to know the classics. Of course. Oh, and 2 speaking. would be Dead and Breakfast because it's an all-out fun movie to watch with friends. And with a, a great and soundtrack, for the too. second question, we're going with... Uh, what setting automatically sets the creepiness for you in different uh, horror movies? And uh, I don't know why, but the mental hospital is always creeped oh, me out of it. okay. Just the thought of knowing yeah. what type of uh, tortures go on with these people and maybe not really help them. Not just the torture, but just the power that they have over you. They can do whatever you want because you can't talk because you're crazy. crazy. Yeah. All right, guys, I hope you have a good one. Take it easy. Love you. Bye-bye. Oh, Mark from Chicago. And also being uh, being caught. Maybe, you know, that idea of you are are in the street you know jacket. How, you know how scary that is that people can commit you? Yeah. People can, I mean, if they, I don't know if they're your family or whatever. There's so many movies where people are like, oh, grandpa needs to go into the insane asylum. But it's like, listen here, you MFers. You that scared the out, shit out of me when I was a kid. And it's like, you can't do shit because... because they won't listen to you and whatever. Even if you're crazy, you shouldn't put your grandpa in a in an insane. And by zone. the way, they decide. That's what if I'm you're saying. Crazy, you say okay. You answer all their questions perfect. They're like, mm, this guy got an A on this <laughs> test. Fuck it. We need the money. No, no, absolutely. We need the money. We need the money from the state, or we need the money from the family. I, He's crazy. That that power that's... Well, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. I've never been to a mental institute. But in movies, it's like, oh, yeah, they have so much power. And if you they... If they f with you, oh wait! Till they you, were told they will just say, "Oh, he's crazy. That can't. That's not right. He's. I'm a doctor. Wait till you're old as shit. No, I and your don't. kids go, yeah, daddy needs to go into a home, and you're like, dude, I'm here. Right. Yeah, my body doesn't hold up as well as it does, but the brain. And the kids go, sorry, daddy, we'll see you every twice a month. Uh, and you're yeah, like, that's a good one. But wait a minute, didn't I fucking love you guys your entire lives? They're like, yeah, you did. But now we need you to die so we can have what you leave us. I feel like if you are at the top of their life pyramid, like if you're their grandpa, like you gave birth to their, if your sperm made their parents and then their sperm and egg made you, you don't get a say. You keep that. You just take care of them because you owe it to them. You owe it to the old people. Yeah. All right. We have a, we have a second time caller. Buddy of mine named Ty called in. Remember Ty? Ty, Ty or die called in. Here he is. Ty or die. 
Hey, what's up, guys? Um, I think to answer this week's question of – oh, this is Ty, by the way. What's up? Uh, the creepiness <laughs> or scariness of a horror movie. I don't really have an aversion to it, but, like, growing up in the South, like, being around, like, water and shit. Oh, like, another one. Alligators. The water's not clear like it is up here, so you really can't see past maybe, like, six inches. And then yeah. shit's going to so really swim down up there, your pee-pee. You know, swimming around you, all that kind of creepy stuff, kind of – I guess kind of a kind of goes with the whole like original Friday the Thirteenth. You know, you don't know what's in the water, you don't know what's around. So yeah, yeah she's got her little hand swinging in the water. Going, look, I'm playing a little water. All right, Joe, have fun. I'm playing a little water harp in the water. Jeez, I survived all that. <laughs> no, you didn't, Ding Dong. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I feel like one of the scariest, and this was a kind of a shitty movie. It was it was an okay movie. Alligators. No, it was uh, Anaconda. The thing that hit, and I've said it a couple times, the thing that like hit me the most is like, don't pee while you're in the water, because if you do, there's a little thing that's going to swim up your pee-pee, and it's going to make your life a living hell. They're going to have to cut off your pee-pee. And I heard that, too. And it's like, that's the worst, and I feel like this is kind of what And that's the best time to ever pee, is when you're in water, where you're like, oh, God. I feel like water just is best, like, it's basically the unknown. I don't give a shit, dude. I'll piss in a pool, I'll piss in a <laughs> lake, I'll piss anywhere. Yeah. The minute I get in the water, I'm like, I'm pissing. Well, it's if it's warm, if it's cold. You don't have to tell anyone, it's your private little secret. <laughs> but you're like, you know what, I'm in the water, my pants are wet, I'm pissing. <laughs> it's your private little secret, dude. But... <laughs> The good oh thing is gosh. you have two filters. You have your pants and yep. your underpants. Yep. So if you go skinny dipping, you can your wiener's just I like, would not do that. Really? I would not piss in the water in a skinny pub, dipping. In a, in a pool, but in the lake you'd do it. Oh. In the lake you'd do it. No. Really? In a lake, no. So in, you're, in a swimming so, pool, so yes. You're because saying because there's chlorine. a barrier so nothing can come in your pee-pee. Yeah. I don't ah, want... Yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Exactly. It's a filter. Okay, I misunderstood. Okay. It's like a Marlboro 100 filter. Gotcha. That, that are going to... They're going to save your it life before it goes into your penis hole. <laughs> right. But <laughs> a swimming pool, I, I would gladly piss naked because... But you know, they, you know they have stuff now that like if you pee, it reacts... It, there's a chemical that makes it purple or something. I don't know. I don't know if it's in how many pools. I've it's heard in. that's, but but I, that might be that might be a, a like a like a legend, like an urban, urban legend. Because yes. I've pissed in plenty of pools, and I've never, <laughs> and I always worry. The first piss, I'm kind of waving it around in the water, going, "Oh shit, yeah, there's no red dye in here or anything like that." Fuck that. Then I'll just piss all fucking day. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, oh, and it's purely just, just because I'm lazy. I'm, I'm I don't want to get out and go and take a piss when you could just be floating around in water and go. Yeah, I'm taking a whiz right here. Do you know how happy I am that you are that free that you can like look at life and be like, I'm free. Are you one of those guys that gets out of the pool and stomps off? To well, the here, here's the reason why. Because, because we all look at you weird. Because for I'll tell you why. I used to be that. I, and I that was free. But the thing is, is the last like hundred times I've been swimming in a pool, it was at a private pool at a person's house, right? And just out of pure respect, how person, person, it was it was my ex wife's grandpa's pool. Oh, so but just no, I'd piss in that straight. Well, yeah, but just out of respect, they're like, please don't. I just out of oh, respect, they they made it. a they yes they so, made a statement. That, yes, they did. Please. So I didn't do it. That's that's the only reason why. Please, but the thing initial is, and sign here. You will not piss in the yeah, pool. And, you know, like, you know oh. so I'm just like I don't you know. Uh, I get it. 
the, I'll I, tell this you is this. my privilege. I you know, I'm I'm very happy to be swimming here, so I will piss in it once. If they make me sign an affidavit, I, I will get out anything. the first two or three times. Well, every other one at least, I'm sure. <laughs> every other one. Exactly. All right. So this is actually little baby Ricky. I hope. I got, little baby I got a, little baby Ritzy. I got it last I got it wrong last time, but here we go. Hey, little Ricky here. Um, so I was thinking about the question, and uh, I think this, one of the most disturbing environments for horror movies is uh, like some sort of catacombs with like dead bodies, oh. ancient dead bodies. Oh, that's a good one, like the um, French and movie. And then, um, other than that, sewers. You know, just places with would you piss dark, in a sewer? Long passageways that you don't know where it goes. As always, that's disturbing. interesting. Um, all right, love you guys. Bye. But little baby Ricky's out of town. That's why he's not here today, and that's why he called in. That's interesting. You say, would you piss in a sewer? Yeah, would you? I, I don't know that I would. Well, here's, Only well, here's the thing: when you're peeing, seats. things are coming out. Yeah, like there's no there's is there? Do you think that there's like backwash when you're peeing? But what I'm no what? Well, I you don't know. Do I don't you? know that either. Uh, what I would say though is that if you're that filter of underpants and shorts yeah. is no longer viable if you've been in sewer water. Ugh. So Ugh. you are pissing. By the way, all this pissing is making me need to piss. And then even if there's a, a, multi, a millimeter, what do they call it? A fucking millisecond? A milliliter. A millisecond of, <laughs> of open penile canal. Penile, yeah. And that sewer water. Penile is uh, jail. Embraces your penile. Hole. No, I get you. I get you. I, I would I would have to say I would probably I feel like you're probably so grossed out that your dick's like comes like if just, I if I'm it's on if I'm swimming in sewer water I say no I would not. okay well that's well at least we know you have some kind of semblance of uh, class so this is a new one this is a this is one that we've got in the last like since I looked last it's only 13 seconds long so why don't we just do Oh let's wait, em- wait, 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 let's embrace it. This okay, so I'm reading it, and this might be a like some okay. Let's just go. We're All just right. doing we're doing it live. All right, we'll we'll do it live. Hey y'all, Mike. I was just calling to uh, kind of throw you my opinion on the the whole concept of the uh, the horror movie thing. So give me a call back, buddy. I have no idea who that was, and I don't think that he uh, knew what's happening with the question of the episode. Oh, he thought that like his his uh his voice message wouldn't be played on the air. Well, he was wrong. He was wrong about that. So Hey, listen here. 385-351-9273 if you call in and you leave a message, we play that yeah, we- on the podcast. <laughs> he might have called my real phone because <clears throat> I had the same uh voice. Do you know who that was? I have no idea who that was. That's weird. Well, so what's a quite what's your answer, man? My answer is darkness. Okay. Just just the unknown, the, the the thing that lurks. If you are in a situation where you are in blackness and darkness and something is after you or something wants inside you. Keep talking. I got a piece so bad I can't wait. Okay. If you are in that situation, now hear me out, people. Darkness is your enemy. Now, if you're in a movie where you are a blind gal or a blind guy and you're already in darkness, that may be in your, you know, in your, uh, in your tool belt of 
of good situations to be in, but in my world, darkness, and God forbid, darkness with the the infrared lens on, I would never, I would turn that off. I would turn off the infrared. I would say, you don't if there's a demon or, or a ghost or a fucking uh, dirty goat man coming <laughs> after me, I'd rather turn off the infrared and see it and not see it coming. But darkness. But you would die. Very darkness fast. is my fear. My fear is claustrophobic situations, meaning like what was that movie where they went spelunking? The Descent. The Descent. What? Yeah. This, I watched this show. I, oh, what was it? Oh, it was a, it was a. Um, they were searching for like relics of the of a past time, and they were going. You know, they're digging and they're looking through all these like caves. And there was these little skinny guys that were like pulling themselves through all these all these like tiny little holes and stuff like that. And they're fine, but it was completely dark down yeah. there, and you couldn't get out. It, it was so, claustrophobic. Is, is is definitely my number one. Here's one thing that I'm kind of doing an anti-question of the episode right now. You're doing an anti-question? Well, I, I'm, I'm giving him the, the anti-answer to this. And I just re- I really want to know, listen, let's talk about clowns for a minute, okay? All right. Listen, movies with clowns like It and, you know, some of those other clown movies have been coming out. You know, they're kind of slasher stuff like that. But let me ask you something. You go to a haunted house. You go to a lot of these cosplay events, stuff like that. And all of a sudden, there's these like wicked clown psycho circus type things. That shit is just lame, man. I just that does not scare boy, me at all. Boy, it's howdy! Stupid. I'm on. I'm on your party train right it's there. It's like how? How? When did that become scary? It's like get off my ass. I mean, people claimed. Some people claim. There's to be always scared. one guy that's really giggly, going. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh my god! Look at how insane I am. I I kind of hate. Well, I I still like. I still. And he like, always wants to rub your titties for some. He's never reason. rubbed my titties, and I feel a little jip. Maybe I would like clowns more if that would happen to me. I don't know. Every horror haunted house has a a clown section, though, right? Yeah, and they're terrible. They're stupid, and I just want to get through it. Haunted houses are tough for me though, because there are all these like little kids that are actors in there, and it's like, I don't know. I don't know. I like I like to just go see the makeup and the. And the uh, special effects and the people, the, the the hard work that these people put into like making, you know, all the whatever's, anyway, yeah, whatever. That was my anti. I just don't understand why people are scared of clowns. That's all. Yeah, that was your it. Jerry Seinfeld. What is the deal is with? The, yeah, exactly. That's exactly. All right. I mean, don't and get me I wrong. enjoy I your Philly it. shirt there too. Yeah, it's it, with the with the big poofy buttons. The pirate, the like, pirate shirt you were wearing there. Get off my ass! Oh, you're talking Jerry's. Okay, I got you. I got yeah. you. What is the deal with that? So here's the thing. Jenny gave me a ton of great questions of the episode, and so I'm just going to go ahead and use one of these right now. All right. So, so I had a different one because I because we have uh uh, uh we're talking about some uh, tales from the crypt. Right, but I'm changing it because it was going to be what's your favorite uh, tales from the crypt episode? Not going to use that one. I'm not going to use that one because it's like as I'm watching these, and I've been I worked from home today, and I just had them on in the uh, background. I'm like, I don't remember a lot of these, so I didn't want to put too much pressure on people. So I'm going to use one of the ones Jenny came up with. Here it is: If you had to raise one creepy movie child as your own, what child would you choose to parent? Bone phone, 385-351-9273, 385-351-9273.
three. Yeah, man. All right, that's a good question. It's, you know, it's it's something that we haven't done yet. You know. Yeah. It's, so there you go. After um, two hundred and what episodes? Thirty. 30. This is two hundred and thirty. Jesus 30, H yeah. Christ. I know. Right? Let's let's talk about something that's serious right now. Let's talk about some Lord I. Yeah. And some sexorcism. Let's do it. What song should we play for the folks? Well, well, let's do sexorcism. Six or C's. Okay, well, coming right up, folks.
The place was Ravanahim, Finland, hmm, okay. in 1992. A young man, Tome Poteri Putanasu, <laughs> said, Putanasu. It's not put. I, no, I know, I know, I know. It's it's Finland. I just thought that was. It's fun. like Putanaisu. It's not Putanaisu. It's Putanaisu. <laughs> so Tommy Pateri Putanai said, "I want to put a highly polished hard rock monster band together and win Eurovision 2016." And in 2006. Was it six or sixteen? Two thousand six. Remember a little while welcome ago, I thought, that, I thought welcome that September eleventh happened exactly. in twenty eleven. Yeah, yeah I'm, ten, said, I'm ten, ten years, years off, off everything. You're you're like in some goddamn Stephen King world with your fucking thinking tonight. Like, do you read Sutter King? And in two thousand six, they did becoming the only hard rock band to ever win the Eurovision. Well, whatever the fuck that is, Tome Poteri. Putanusu. So, see. He, here's what he said. Okay. He he said, becoming the only hard rock band to ever win. Tommy said to himself after winning Eurovision, oh my God. And he also said, rock and roll, hallelujah. Right? Yeah. Now, in 2018, he set a new goal. To go from a highly polished PG-13 oh. monster rock band to a rated R. They got filthy on this one. Monster they really rock did. band. They Ladies really and did. gentlemen, let's get into it. Lordy, you can like them on Facebook. Official Twitter is at Lordy Official. Official Instagram is at Lordy Official. Official website is Lordy, L-O-R-D-I dot F-I. That's for Finn. Finn. Finnish. Finlandish. We are talking. Sorry, was I spitting a lot? Did you see any spit? I no, like you're I, far. You know, since Ricky's juicy. not here, you're farther away from me. So I'm out of the spot. I zone. am very juicy today yeah. on this one with this delicious little treat. <laughs> My mouth is watering like a Salisbury steak. Ooh. Do they have Salisbury steaks in Finland? Of course they do. I don't want to go to a place Could where they don't have Salisbury steaks. Could you go to... Can I say one thing about Eurovision real quick? Yeah. I don't know how great it is for the Euro people to be into Eurovision, but do you know who won Eurovision one year? I feel like, I don't know if this is true or not, but this is the kind of music. I'm going to say Imagine Dragons. No, I don't know. Oh. But it's the guy that goes, you know what I'm talking about? No. I Are you serious? The guy that goes, he's like skinny and he wears like these like. I have no idea who it is, but he puts like this. He's bald and totally. Oh, never mind. Never oh mind. yeah. I mean, his music is terrible, and all he does is go. Oh, 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 bruh, bruh, I mean, the way you're singing call that it almost in. sounds call it like. Uh, it sounds like an Enya song that I've heard before. Oh, I'm gonna look that up. We're gonna look it up on. Uh, no, 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 no. He's like Americans would sing that. Yeah, but it's not like that. It's some skinny white guy going. And he does all these. Okay, anyway, we'll look it up. I don't call, know who that call is. Call it in. 385 I feel like that's who wins Eurovision now because that's how weird European music is sometimes. Sexorcism. That's the name of the album. Released May 25th, 2018. 13 tracks. 62 long <laughs> minutes and 40 seconds. Produced by Miko Carmilla 
Amorphous. He has worked with Amorphous, Apocalyptica, Children of Bottom, uh, Ed Guy, and Nightwish. He has a... I like Nightwish. He has a plethora. Uh, He has a... uh, uh, what do you call that? Uh, what's the sack that the baby's born in? Oh, it's a, eat, not a plethora, but a palogo. I know. He are you talking about the uh, the thing that comes out? He's not in that sack. Yeah, no, you're talking. You eat placenta. That's placenta. That he the baby's not in there. By the no. way, a little biology. Yeah, you have. <laughs> but you have the placenta. Okay, he gotcha. has done a placenta of bands, <laughs> and I just uh, put the tip in on, on those bands. Ooh. On AMF Records. What are your thoughts on this band, Lord Eye, with Sexorcism? This is their ninth studio album. I've got some notes. We did Babes for Breakfast when we were Little Baby Corpse Cast, episode 11. 11, yeah. Oh my gosh, right? Uh, here's my take. And I have kind of the same you know, overall thought about it, because this is, not, I don't know if it's a similar album or whatever, but the thing is, is they're a very kitschy horror band. Remember when they were in that movie in 2006 called uh, Dark Floors? They, yeah. were, they were in that style. My son loved that movie. Did he like, really? Yeah. Wow. Every floor had a different member of the band. You're <laughs> yeah. like, holy shit. I feel better like- than uh, Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park. I have never seen that, so I will withhold my judgment. Oh. I will withhold my judgment. Do yourself a favor and watch Kiss meets the Phantom of the Park. <laughs> I got to put that. I got to write that down. Spend an hour and a half of your day, and you will. Enjoy I guarantee the I've seen shittier movies than that. It is so bad, really? but it's good. So I feel like I've got a lot of the same opinions because it's still, like I said, it's very poppy. It almost sounds like Alice Cooper has been doing a lot of things that are just very poppy, very easy to listen to, new albums, stuff like that, which is why well, I'm not shitting on. It's right. great. The album, you listen to it, it's 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 basically exactly what he said. It's rated R, horror rock, but it's, like the, it, but it's kind of the horror rock that's very poppy, stuff like that. Here's my problem with Lordy, and this was my problem from the uh, from the first from album. the get go from uh, uh, breasts for breakfast or whatever babes it was. for breakfast. Babes, all right, and something for lunch. But here's the thing: that guy's voice to me grosses me out because I feel like his uvula is going back and forth too oh. much. So as he's singing, it's like I drag you. Hey, that is Mister Monster. I know it, and he's probably that a is great Tomei Pateri Placenta. Placenta, boy. I know. I mean, that is the dude that created the band, and you're you're saying his his uvula doesn't is, fucking. Well, that's yours. My God, is that sex? Uh... <coughs> that was me. Sorry. It's that sex line that I always call. Oh, he called you back. That's actually I, that's a pretty good. Uh, yeah, that's a pretty big deal. They're saying I'm late for an appointment. But <laughs> anyways, back no, to what you were saying. No, the pop rock. The, I mean, it's not like pop rock it's like the rock that happens to be very easy to listen to and it's very poppy it's a b a c a blah 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 yeah it's, you know, it's, whatever. it's hard it, it is literally hard rock in the most uh generic terms of hard rock but i have a hard and i have a hard time listening to his voice because it grosses me out and For uvula, some, i feel like maybe it's just in my brains because the way he sings it's fine he's got a fine voice but you know, I can deal with gravelly Could voices. you love a monster man? Would you, you understand? That's fine. But the thing is, I feel like he's just singing it, and there's some shit in the back of his throat, like right. phlegm and stuff. It grosses me out, so I have a hard time like with Like a giant band. booger in the back. And I'm not trying to be a dick to Lordy, because their songs were fun to listen to. Tongue-in-cheeky, just Oh, no, fun, absolutely. Just, I, feel, I, feel, I feel like what they do is they, go, they sit around, because they don't wear those monster masks all the time. 
So what they do is they oh, sit around home. and then someone goes, uh, here's a fun title. And then Mr. <laughs> Exorcism. Monster- yeah, Sexorcism. And then Mr. Monster says, ooh, that's that's a fun one. Can we write a song around that title? And <laughs> Pol- then that's what they do. Polterchrist, which is one of my favorite songs on the Polter album, by the way. That was yeah. a funny one. The Beast is Yet to Come, C-U-M, this yeah. stuff. You know, and it's just, honestly, it's a fun, it, I mean, it's not very What about deep. Naked in the Cellar? Yes. It's, honestly, I would love this band. Like, you know, mostly it's like, a, hey, I'm at work. I just want to listen to some good tunes while I'm working. But I cannot stand his voice. And, but the thing is, it got better. Like, Babes for Breakfast, It I couldn't even hardly listen to it because it was so gross. This one's right. a little bit so better. So you're saying they got dirtier, but they got better well, no, no. in the same No, I'm sense. just talking his, his voice. I'm just saying his voice was not as gross as it was on that one, but it's still pretty GD gross to me. And do you I, think Do you think someone said, dude, clear your, here's a here's a I, The whole time I'm wishing napkin. he would clear his throat. Yeah. And you know what? Listen, I listen to bands where like, right. it's fine, but it's different. It's. It, you can hear different. that it's clearly clean throat. But I feel like there's no phlegm in the throat of those guys. This one is just grosses me out because I just picture a gross back throat situation. And he's just bossy. You know, you know, <laughs> you know, Mr. Monster just I, like, I guess, man. Who who really tells that guy? Uh, you need to can you cough a couple times and sure. spit in that Mountain Dew bottle before you sing? I wish you would. But here's uh, the thing. They don't. If these songs were, were... How did it sound out there? No, it's like... They say, oh, yes, sir, it sounds oh very good. Gross. If Alice, Alice Cooper, like I said, has been writing kitschy songs lately, especially his newer stuff. Very kitschy, easy to listen to. What's pop he been rock. doing lately? I, I mean, I don't know. I'm talking, I'm talking like probably earlier 2010s or whatever. But I mean, because a lot of these are really funny, kind of horror, whatever. But if there was a different lead singer, I feel like I would listen to this band so much. Just, just out of the pure. Fun I kind of it. felt that way with this album too, where I kind of went, "Oh, they kind of stepped up their music game on this." But yeah, you still I'm not had shitting the, on that at all. The guy going, "Oh, you know," and it's like, I get the funny, cheeky, and that's you know, I like Lordy that stuff. versus Guar, Guar. Gore all the way because they have better songwriting and they've got catchier, clever, more clever fucking lyrics. The only reason anybody compares the two is because of their costuming, right? Yeah. And the thing, well, monster against monsters, right? That's what. Yeah, but I feel like they're pretty. I feel. I don't know. I don't know how different they are. I guess, but I feel like Gore is. I don't know. I feel like Gore is about a different thing than Lordy is. I don't know, man. I just. I wish they would have either a. Either a growler, a straight up growler, or a clean vocal guy. What'd you think about that song? Your your tongue's got the cat. Oh, it's fine. I, mean, I liked I, it. Here's the thing: the lyrics. This was front. The loaded. lyrics in all this were hilarious. Yeah, you're listening to it. And you're like, oh my goodness, this is dirty and funny. And then there was that little segue where he's like, oh yeah, you fucking cunt. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, rated R. That's how you get rated. That's how you where, get rated. Where R. did that? Well, and then sexorcism. He's talking about sticking his fingers in the in the vagina. In the well, the vagina. I yeah. don't like to say that word straight up. The dirty, <laughs> the very sexy and delicious vagina, by the way, but yeah. possibly dirty. In Lordy's world, it's a dirty vagina, but oh, he's yeah. sticking his fingers in it. Yeah. Well, but I assumed it was a girl on the cover. And, yeah. And she's she's and very she's a, hot from the neck down. Yeah. But her face, she's like what we call in the business a butter face. Because, but yeah. it's also a cartoon. That's fine. I mean, you a, don't get turned on with cartoons sometimes? 
Well, I've 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 been known to. All right, I'm just I'm just like don't lie I mean, to the people. It's, it's I've been it's known okay. to pop a boner in the cartoon. <laughs> but by the way, I mean I don't. Yeah. yeah, if you're asking me, do I go to Pornhub and look up those anime videos where cartoons fuck? I no, don't. I feel like that's for the kids these days. I, feel, I, I look feel like up millennials do that, not us. Old no, folks. I don't look that up. I look up uh, massage parlor videos. I really love those. Really, but I like the legit ones. And okay. it's never the guy. I don't like the guy laying down. I like the guy massaging. Ooh, really? And they go, ooh. Because is it a POV type thing? Yeah, it's a it's a hidden cam situation. It's a voyeur thing. <laughs> oh, wow. I also we just, like we the- We just uh, got into the depths I, of Shane. I don't know if I know the exact name of it, but I like the uh, laying down missionary behind videos. Really? You know where the man is laying on top of the lady, but they're fully flat and banging from behind? I like those a lot. Yeah, I like, I, that's And the other ones that's that I really do. like. Yeah, it is fun. I haven't done it in a while, but it's, I, I remember it being pretty fun. <laughs> and my other ones is uh, Peephole. For some reason, like, uh, what do they call it? It's those, a voyeur. The, like, you're talking about where they walk into the club in Eastern Europe and all of a sudden you put your oh, dick Oh, the red anywhere, light district? Yeah. Put like your that. dick in somewhere and then some girls. Oh, what am oh I, talking I love about? those. I've yeah. Done, okay. What are they called? The glory hole. I have, yeah, I have no idea. I don't, those I don't are, even watch this filth. I'm just, I'm just, okay, whatever. Let's those are fantastic. <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, I, it's, this album was front loaded. They put the the best two songs at the very beginning, and that was Sexorcism, which was way too cut. way too long. It was six minutes long. Yeah, but give, it had a big intro though. Gimme, gimme, gimme four and a half minutes of that shit. I get it. Sexorcism. Oh, uh, we need to exercise her via my sexorcism, Mr. Monster. Right. I get it. Uh your tongue's got the cat. It's, I love that. that. Good. I thought that was a good one. Uh I did like Polter Christ. I like I did like that. I feel like that's my favorite one on the album. But you know, it's because it's like, oh, it's Poltergeist. Get it? I they, feel like a lot of it's like listening to this is is kind of like listening to Weird Al, where you're like, yeah. oh, that's funny a little bit. Absolutely. And I like these lyrics; they're funny. So it, you know, see, and with Gore, it's like, oh, they're funny, but the songs are good. Yeah, too. but the, yeah, some yeah. of the songs are good. Not all of them. Not all of them. But I will some say of them less than fifty like, percent. But I will say they have a lo- large enough. Uh, like library to yeah. and it's obvious to me that these dudes have all the time in the world to mix and master because you got it sounded great you know, every drum every vocal every background noise everything in it is like <laughs> well they perfect. won eurovision they're huge over there but i will say this mr monster would expect nothing less of course he's a perfectionist except for when it comes to his voice the thing that matters the his his true gift. Here's the thing. You From you change his, his Mr. Monster God. clears his throat. I give this a buy. Mr. Monster doesn't th- clear his throat. I give it a don't bother because it makes me dry heave a little bit. All right, so you're coming down on the don't bother. I'm ca- I hate to say it because it's they're good songs, but I'm never going to listen to this because I don't like to get sick to my stomach. I do give it a Spotify, and the only reason I give it a Spotify is because. We've been talking about it, and so go listen to it just to get an idea. Yeah, it's, a, it's there. It's there. Check it out. But, yeah, you just- want to be grossed out. You know, <laughs> listen to that little sample where they're doing like a, a exorcism or something. And I wish I could enjoy that perversion stuff a little bit more, but his voice is making me grossed out. It was, yeah. like watching, it was like watching a John Waters movie where they're spitting on things, 
and I'm spitting and out. shitting on things and yeah. eating shit. And, and it's like, listen, I love John Waters as much as the next guy, but you know what's weird is I watch Pink Flamingos. The the part that grossed me out is when they were hawking loogies and spitting in. I the I watched apartment. a documentary on Tab Hunter. Did you no, watch that? No, no, I haven't yet. Oh, it's great. No that shit. That revitalized his fucking career. Duh. Yeah. So is that all we got or what? That's it. Yeah, I give it a. I give it a. <sighs> I give it a Spotify, yeah, but just tough. listen once to kind of go, okay, I see what they're talking about. And then- uh, I still listen to Striper more this last two weeks than I did Go listen Lordy. to Gore. Go listen to uh, some old school Gore, the first three albums. That's what I'd say. All right, cool. So what we got next, Shane? Well, let's get into some trivia, What's you it about? Dong. It's about your mom. All right, the trivia we are doing tonight is about <laughs> the- actors that are in demon night the movie you're talking about tonight okay 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 so each one of these characters or these people or these actors or these thespians dare i say that are in this movie have done other horror movies so am i getting the movie name or am i so you are getting the movie name okay okay and i'm going to lay down to you i'm gonna spread out spread eagle the the actor in this movie, I'm going to spread it wide open, and oh, you're, you're going just going to help me out. Okay, cool. You're going to guess what movie? Attempt. That was. Yes. So okay. here we go. Number one. Number one. William Sadler, mm-hmm. who played Breaker, mm-hmm. right in yep. Gotcha Demon Knight, mm-hmm. plays Jim in this 2007 film that IMDb gives a 7.2. Jim is just one of a band of citizens in a small town forced to fight for their lives against the bloodthirsty creatures that have them trapped. What movie is that? Oh, are you serious? That's all I get? That's it. I can give you co-stars. I'll give co-stars. Co-stars, Laurie Holton, Andre Brower, and Marcia Gay Harden in this uh, I know what it is. Oh, what is it? Oh, um, it's that Stephen King one with the big dick guy, and it's Big Dick Johnson. Well, he's in a show where his dick is big, apparently. Oh no, it's uh. Oh, you're talking about uh, uh, the, the Jack Green Johnson, Mile, that giant, that black man no. that has that giant cock in it. No, no, you're talking about the Mist. Turn up, the radio. Fun okay. nugget about yeah. the Mist. Let's hear it. Stephen King says that he was genuinely frightened by this adaptation. Well, the movie had a different ending than his book, right? Right, of the novella. And Frank Darabont, who directed the film, described this as the happiest moment of his life when Stephen King said, this is great. Good job. You know what? Frank Darabont's, that's that's amazing because Frank Darabont's done a lot of good stuff. Yeah, like Walking a ton Dead. Of good stuff. Yeah. Uh, well, that, this was before that, but it's like. But Stephen King's a real cunt when it comes to that. He doesn't like people doing, you know. I feel like in he, person he would. He didn't like Kubrick's The Shining. Well, no, right. Because, well, the thing what's is. What's wrong it, with your well, fucking I'll tell you why, mind, because it, Stephen King? Because what's his name made it his own. It was like, oh, we got your source material, but. Uh, Kubrick just was like, you know what? Do me a favor. Get the F out with that shitty story. I'm doing my own thing. Greatest thing Kubrick ever did because you you let Stephen King put his fucking hands on it. I'll tell you what. You're going to end up with It, the TV show. Uh, you know what? Not only that, you'll have the Langoliers. You'll have all Thank those you. shitty. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. No, the Langoliers, the worst thing you'd ever want to <laughs> set your eyes on. That's what I listen. He's had a hard time. Stephen King films, like, there's been a lot of great adaptations. Pet Cemetery. 
The yes. new it was great. The new it was great. Yes. You know, there's been uh, a lot of good, like Carrie even was good. Yes. Uh, uh, oh, with a car one. My gosh, I can't remember what right Christine. now. Christine was pretty good. But if Stephen King has anything to do with it. Bad. Bad news. Yeah. But he's a great the writer. The stand. Hey, take your stinky hands off this. I'm not going to lie to you. The King. stand was cheesy as shit, but I, I, I stuck with it for the story. I still have that on a double VHS, by the way. Here we go. All right, number two, C.C.H. Pounder, yes, who played Irene in Demon Knight, plays Sister Abigail in this 2009 film that IMDb gives a 7.0. Oh, my gosh. When John and Kate lose, oh, blessings and blessings and dear, and dear blessings. Thoughts and prayers. They lose a daughter. They adopt a nine-year-old who isn't as innocent as she seems to be. Oh, my heavens. Oh, okay. Oh, my heavens. Oh, dear. What is it? Is it the orphan? Turn up the radio. That's right. It co-stars Peter Sarsgaard, who, who's the, uh, who's the new it kid? Uh, his son. Is it his yeah, son? Yeah, it's his son. Jesus Christ. Peter Sarsgaard. his brother, but really? No, it's his son. Yeah. Because me and Jen were just talking about that. Like, he's a handsome older guy, but he has three sons that are handsome. The guy who was in It, uh, the, the dude that was in uh, that shitty soap opera vampire show that was on HBO or something, True Blood. Oh, yeah, True and Blood. Then, and then the other brother who was in Vikings. Well, I'll be goddamned. Isabella Furman is the person that played uh, the orphan in this. Here's a fun nugget about the orphan. In the screenplay, Esther was described as having fair skin, delicate features, and platinum blonde hair. Although, Isabella Furman, Esther, Mm -hmm. did not fit that description. But the filmmakers were so impressed with her performance. I wonder how old she was in real life. She donned an old 1920s dress. Yeah, the blue one. With... Uh, ribbons around her neck and wrists. Want to know why she wore that the ribbon around her neck? Spoiler. The filmmakers were so... Well, this isn't for her uh, her tryout. Oh, she, no shit. She came prepared for no this. No way. Wow. They were so impressed with her audition that they cast her anyway. Well, that's awesome. That was a good movie, too, She came way. prepared. <laughs> that was a great movie. So what is the answer to this? Come prepared. If you're an actor out there looking for a role... Dress the part. Actors, I feel like, have. you want to know why I can never be an actor? It's because if I have to do shit like that and I have to go and be like, all like weird about something, like, oh, I'm going to go in and I'm going to be in character or something. I could never do that. No. It's like, that's the, okay, let's, let's play the same. Let's, let's, it seems silly. Yeah. But let's just say World War II. Here's your setting World War II. Your, your best pal mm-hmm. just died. Uh huh. A uh, bullet through the head. Uh-huh. Some Japs got him. Uh, All right. Okay. Some, sorry. Weird. World. Yeah. World War Two. So, okay, yeah, some, some, uh, some. Some Japs got him. Oh Bang. my gosh. Yeah. Okay. Shot him in the head. Okay. Uh, you guys had just talked about the greatest times of your life. Mm-hmm. Literally, fifteen minutes before mm-hmm. the the bullets started flying. Do you want me to? Do you want me to get into character? Now, uh, get into character, please. Now, but now you're going to you're going to deliver to him. Uh, you've spent so much time. It's a foxhole. You spent so much time with him. Now you're going to deliver his last rites as he dies. 
but he but but you're you have to convince him that he's going to live. Mm-hmm. You're going to get him out of there mm-hmm. and and he's going to live. Bullet hole, blood spilling all mm-hmm. over your lap and scene. Brett, his name's Brett by the way. Brett. Brett. You I'm going to take you, I'm going to make you whole once again. But until I do, let me sing a song to you. All right. <laughs> all right, I'll play the part of Brett. Brett Brett, hold on, hold on, and let me help you. Is it one of your shitty fucking songs? I'm dying over here, man. I'm dying. Is I it one of your good songs? there was a secret code that David played and it pleased the Lord. And I feel like at this moment, the bullets start sucking out of his body. But you oh. don't really care for oh, music, interesting. So it's a supernatural yeah. situation. Well, no. but It's like a Green Mile But situation. this Shrek song, this Shrek song. All right. It goes like this. The and the bullets are popping out. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, I'm feeling better. The minor fall, the major lift. You're alive. And seen. Jesus. <laughs> Very interesting. Very intriguing. All right. And what am I? Two for two? Two for two. Here we go. Number three. Dick Miller, who played Uncle Willie in Demon Knight, plays Walt. In this 1986 film that IMDb gives a 6.8, oh a band of teenagers rise up and fight against brain parasites that turn its victims into zombies. 86, a brain parasite zombie movie. The problem with Dick Miller is, is nothing, first of all. But he's my, been in a hundred thousand movies. I was gonna movies. say that's exactly what he's been. And they're been all in like little so little many bit parts. It, it, he shows up. I, I was honestly he's I, the I was hoping that you would say color me blood red. I was hoping for that. In fact, when you said that, when you said that we're gonna have other movies that actors were in, that was the one I thought you were gonna be like a beat Nick. Because he goes back. He's got a long career with uh, Corman. Yes, he does. Like, absolutely. I, we could go back to like sixty, what eighty six Paris? Oh no, no fifties. Corman goes way back. He goes back to the almost the GD Korean War. I know he's still alive. Jesus. I mean, he's still making movies. Okay, so 1986, Brain Parasite, 7.0 on the IMDb, and you have no hints for me. I have the actors, but I I I I have a problem with delivering on some of them. I'll give you some. Okay, give me some. Jason Lively and Steve Marshall. I have no idea who those are. Give me one that you have a problem with. Tom Atkins. Night of the Creeps. Dig a dig a turn up. The radio. Here's a fun nugget. I didn't know he was in that. I can't even remember that. You don't remember that? No, I don't remember his part in it. The greatest line delivered by him. Throw me. In by Atkins. Oh, that was uh, that was Atkins. <laughs> hey, good news. <laughs> your, your dates, dates are, are here. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you go. You your finish. dates are here, but they're dead. <laughs> I feel like fun I feel, nugget. Yeah, about Night of the Creeps. <laughs> this is Tom Atkins' favorite movie that he appears in. Really? Why? He's been in such great stuff. That's all it said. It just said. Tom Do you know what my, that's his favorite movie of all time. I feel like that he's ever been. I'm going to be okay. That's fine. That's fine. Not his favorite movie. He's he's well, his, his favorite movie he's not that the, he's part, but not the in. best movie. Not the best movie. Cause you know what the best movie he's ever been in? Halloween three. 
Oh, no, no, no. Oh, he was the uh, creep show. Yeah, that was okay, too. That was okay. What is it? Drive Angry with starring Nicolas Cage. He was the sheriff. Come on. That is such an underrated movie, Nicolas Cage, Drive Angry. I've never Angry. seen it. it. Shane, you would love it. You, I'm is not, that the one where they crash so they can fuck? What's that uh, movie I don't, called? I don't know. No, that's called Crash. That's a David Cronenberg one. I, I feel where like. they they do that on purpose. To yes, crash. yeah, that's I've never seen crash. that either. That's but. wicked. No, but this one is it's it's a crazy action movie. You would love it, and it's a horror movie. So yeah, go ahead and watch Drive Angry. Oh, I feel like that man. doesn't get enough mileage as as much as it should because it's amazing. Well, you've won. Yeah, okay, but let's, let's go going. through these last two and see if you see if you can get a fully erect score. <laughs> All right, Billy Zane, who played the collector. Yeah. In The Demon Knight, plays yeah. Huey Warner in this 1989 film that IMDb gives a 6.8. After tragedy, John Ingram and his wife, Ray, spend some time isolated at sea when they meet a stranger who has abandoned his sinking ship. Oh, my God. you got to be kidding me uh 86 1989 oh nine okay because you know what i was about to break into i don't know what that is i don't know the words but he was in titanic that's what i was hoping you'd bust me with <coughs> when you're like there at sea i was like oh good by the way billy zane has the biggest number of movies in out of all of these five questions, I was like, wow. really? Yeah. There may be one runner up by like two. Really? Billy Zane. This is the best thing he's ever done by far. I I don't think I know this one. Hit me up. I, I'll take the deuce. Dead Calm. Yeah. I, oh. Starring Nicole Kidman. I've seen that. And our dear friend, Sam Neill. Nicole Kidman, Sam Neill, and Billy Zane. Here's a fun nugget for you. Are you going to sing the Titanic song? I don't even know it. My heart will go on. Oh, you're talking about... uh, Titanic. That's Celine Dion. Chanel Delance. Whatever her fucking name was. Yeah, yeah. Here's a fun nugget for you. Listen to this. Let's hear it. For the scene where Huey, Billy Zane... Rips off Ray's shorts, Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Hold on. Prepare yourself for this. I can't wait. Prepare prepare your penis for fucking... My penis is in good shape to change shapes right now. Exactly. For pure flight. Yep. Billy Zane really did rip off Nicole Kidman's shorts. Oh, wow. I'm like, what? I would pay a million bucks for that. Really? Uh, he, he, uh, he, uh... Hold on a minute. I lost my train of thought. It's like I was reading the... It's like I'm 80 years old reading through the uh, the obituary. So I was like, oh my God, what did he do rip this? Billy Zane really did rip off Nicole Kidman's shorts through his own sheer strength. Oh my, I believe that. Right without now. any alteration made to the shorts to make them easier to rip. Billy Zane... Tore her shorts off to get at her juicy yum yums. He a big strong man. My God, Billy Zane. He wanted it Kim 
What's her name? Nicole Kidman's juicy vagina. Who doesn't? All right, number five. Number five. You've already won. Uh, Brenda Bake or Bakay or whatever she wants to go by. Cordelia? Who, play, who played Cordelia oh, in geez. Demon Knight plays Laura Danvers in this 1989 film that IMDb gives a 5.1. Gruesome deaths begin to occur at a hip Los Angeles health club. <sighs> I know this. It's Death did Spa. You, did you have that in your notes? No, 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 no. I did not have that. But it's like all of a sudden you said that, and I'm like, you know what? She probably would be in the Death Spas. Now, am I right? Yes. Can we sing? You are correct. Turn up the radio. You are correct. Death Spa. Uh, William Bum Miller is the star <laughs> of it, and the co star is Merritt Buttrick. There's a lot of butts in that. Bums and butts. I oh know. Oh my gosh. That. Here's the fun nugget for you. A lot of you. posteriors. The extras in the shower scene were from a porn casting agency, and director Michael Fisher had to ex- extensively cut the film in order to make it rated R. That's too bad. I would love to see the unrated version. That's what I thought when I read that. I went. <laughs> Where's the uncut version? Oh, we got to get... Because didn't we do that on the show? Yes, we did. So as I feel like that would... I, I don't know. I don't think we watched the uncut version, but would it be great if we did? Oh, I'd love that. Oh, my gosh. My eyeballs would love it. <laughs> my penis would love it. <laughs> and that's all we want to do is make your penis happy, Shane. And my eyeballs and penis looking at each other? Oh, <laughs> do uh, not. You don't uh, want to be in the room when I that happens. I actually do not want to be in the room when that happens. All right, so I win. I'm the big winner. But guess what we got? We are not. We haven't even talked about the movie yet. We're going to talk about some Tales from the Crypt, colon, Demon Knight from 1995. Here is the trailer. Mm. Mm-hmm. Universal Pictures is proud to present the motion picture directing debut of one of America's most talented and respected artists. Cut! Cut, 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 cut! Oh, hello, kitties. So glad you could join me. Your pal, the Crypt Keeper, has gone Hollywood in a big way. I'm directing my first feature film. Care for a little shriek preview? For my big scream premiere, I wanted lots of suspense. Uh-oh. Special effects. Sex. Yeah. Violence. your teeth into frights camera action it's about a chase through the ages a race against time the war between good and evil come on everybody time to play and the final battle between man Demon. I'm not gonna hurt you. I lied. It stars Billy Zane from Dead Calm, William Sadler from Die Hard 2, and Jada Pinkett from Menace to Society. Ooh, I love those titles. And you'll love Demon Knight. The hair! The demons are here! And ladies, 
If you think Demon Knight is too gross and yucky... Whoa! Thank you! <laughs> Alright everybody, you just heard the trailer for Tales from the Crypt Presents, colon... Demon Knight. The year was 1995. IMDb gives us a 6.7. Uh, directed by a guy named Ernest Dickerson. Mm-hmm. 65 directorial credits on IMDb. Lots of TV, including Burn Notice, Fear Itself, Masters of Horror. Masters Horrier. of Horror. Masters of Horror. Uh, and some great movies, one of them being Bones with Snoop Dogg. He's, but I feel like he's more of a cinematographer. Uh, he's done a ton of stuff. You look at that tales from the dark side. I, I feel like I, I was, uh, a, uh, uh, victim of the circumstance. No, a victim, victim of style, a victim of the, uh, autocorrect. Cause it says victim or sorry, tales from the park side. And I don't know if that's a thing or not. Bulletproof. Do the right punk thing. Band from 1997 <laughs> though. Parkside. I have no idea who that is. They got a song called Why would I Victim of Parkside. Why would I listen to that? That sounds like every song you ever sing. Parkside have a great song called Victim mm. of Parkside, which is weird. Yeah. But it plays in because they talk about Mike, who is doing talking about a movie called Colon Demon Night. Oh, they say. Weirdest sing. fucking thing in the world, but- I- Wow. I feel see maybe they're like maybe they oh see God, the future. Yeah, you're feel yeah, you're feeling like the same way I'm feeling. Starring Billy Zane as a collector, but we never really know his name the whole time through. He's just kind of the king demon. Spoiler, sorry, but you know that pretty early on. He's collecting something. William Sadler is Frank Breaker, Jada Pinkett is Geraldine, Thomas Hayden Church, which was Lowell on Wings, by the way. Don't ever say his name is anything but Lowell. Yeah. His name is Roach. He loves uh, uh, electric battery uh, charges on his, on his nipples. Let me ask you something. What, at what That's point? That's not what I accept at, what at a At what point do you want to do that? Oh, yeah, I liked him as a fun, dumb mechanic. Yeah, on, you and at, me both. On wings. Here's the thing. Okay, so let, let's be real now. We're going we're gonna to get into Shane Diablo's brain real quick. Let me ask you something. So... What I'm not gonna lie to you, and all my I mean, I'm I'm very naive, man. Okay, all right. let's be real. Oh, you're very naive, okay. but I've never had electrodes hooked up to my nipples. Well, I've never had it either. I'm just saying, how weird does it have to get before when you're into that stuff? That happens in the movie, by the way. That's why we're talking about it. We're not just like <laughs> I don't know, it just depends. Season. It depends on the situation. If you're looking <laughs> at a beautiful woman or man, if you're paying for sex, maybe, and you have. A juicy cock or vagina laying yeah, there. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Climbing on top of you. Uh-huh. And uh, a battery. Yeah. A car battery. And they're saying, allow me to put these on your nipples. It depends on how hot or. I have never not been in are. that situation in my life. You, you can never say never until you've been there. Well, no, no. Right now I can say never. Right. I never have. But I can't say I never will. I'm just. I'm but just, what if some juicy man was. Coming at you immediately. I would do it right now. I'm just saying the opportunity. And he's got has never a raging hard boner, <laughs> and you're tied to the bed. I and I feel like wow. I explained myself. I'm saying it's never happened before. It's never crossed my mind. But if it were to happen, I say Kesara Sara. You know what that means? Whatever will be, be will be will be. <laughs> I love that. I love Greek literature. 
French. French. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. All, right, all right. It also starred CC Pounder as Irene John Kassir as the voice of Guess Who. Uh, the, the Crypt Keeper? Yes, I met that guy. He's a weird little guy, by the way. And there was another voiceover guy in there, too. Oh. I don't have Roger my... Rabbit. Shut your face. There was no... What? Yeah, Roger Rabbit was... He wasn't? Oh, yeah. my gosh. Okay, was, yeah, you're he right. He was this little goofball that <laughs> wanted to poke a sexy uh, lady. I, you're, you know what? You're right about that. I, you know what? I'm shocked that I didn't realize that till just this yeah, moment. That's Roger Rabbit. So here we go. I'm going to quickly go through the plot after a pretty great intro by the Crypt Keeper starring John Luricut and some lady's fake boobies. It's a dark, lonely night upon the empty roads of New Mexico. Two cars in a heated chase. In one of these cars is Breaker, played by William Sadler. He's fleeing from Billy Zane. We don't know his name, but it turns out later he's a collector. And by the way, you know what? Just put the icing on and this And by cake. the way, who's more attractive and wholesome? In the in that scenario, who's more attractive in the cars? Billy Zane is Absolutely. the most attractive. This beautiful. He he's bald first of all, which makes him like number. He's one. like an angel. He is an angel. There's this dirty man. Well, yeah, because he they end up getting in a big. Uh, he starts talking to the cops after they get in their big giant explosion car wreck. And the thing is, is uh, the collector Billy Zane. Let's just call him Billy. Billy comes out. And he's talking to the cops. The cops love him because he's very charismatic and he's handsome. I mean, why wouldn't you trust that face? You know what the best part of that whole first scene is? What? The fact that I remembered Filter's Hey Man, Nice Shot is actually yep. a song. Dude, it kind of bugged dude, me dude, because they dude, kept dude, like dude, skipping dude, parts, dude, you know? Yeah. But that's a good, you know that's what? a good jam though. You know what's the best? That's a good jam for do that. You, do you know what the best too. line of that whole song is, by the way? <clears throat> what? What was it? They, they spinning in your face. Oh, they spinning spin in your face. No, no, no the best part is, for the most sp- part, they're right, but look how they we all got strong. It's like F you. They, That's yeah. why I say, hey, man, nice shot. I'm not going to lie to you. 1993, I love that tune. I love that album. I thought, rumor had it, it was about uh, Nirvana guy. No. It's about Bud Dwyer. I thought it was about, yeah, I was going to say, I thought it was about the, I was. I didn't remember the name. Do not look that up on YouTube, by the way. It oh, is on YouTube. If do you not do look, look up it Bud up, Dwyer. Don't, if you look it up D- on Google, don't. D-W-Y-E-R. Don't Bud hit videos Dwyer. because you will, that ever changed my life. <clears throat> I feel like my life is like the epoch was Bud Dwyer, seeing Bud Dwyer. Do I was a young, naive ever man. Look that up. Saw it. Now that I'm the piece of shit that I became. That's why I say, hey man, nice shot. So basically, the collector is after Breaker. Uh, they get in, like I said, they get in a big wreck. However, to everyone's surprise, they both make it out. Breaker takes off. The collector meets the police and tells them that Breaker's dangerous. He's a dangerous guy that has something of his. Breaker runs into Uncle Willie underneath some thing where they're drinking. Blah blah blah. They head to a decommissioned church, turned into a hotel. Yeah, break, Breaker says, hey, man, where can I layeth my head down? You know what? And old Uncle Willie says, hey, finish off my bottle, and we'll take you back to the old uh, whore hut. And there's one whore. It's not, a, I feel like it's a, there's only one whore. Can you call a one whore hut a whore hut? Yes. Okay. Yeah, you can. Well, then we're good. Then we're good. If it's like, hey, Jesus, where's a whore? Well, it's over at the whore <laughs> There's hut. only one whore. But CC Pounder is trying to run a legitimate business. She's like, 
She cleans stuff. I mean, she doesn't do it, but she makes Geraldine do it, who's Will Smith's wife, and she's basically on uh, parole out of jail, stuff like that. Here's the thing. Breaker shows up. Jada Pinkett, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. I said Will Smith's wife, so I feel like everyone knows. But they get to that hotel, the, the and this is where the cast of characters, the basically the rest of the movie is all this great cat all this great cast, all these uh uh wonderful characters in this. Owner, Irene, CCH Pounder, Prostitute Cordelia, Brenda Brenda Backe? See, I want to say like it's, it's just bake, but yeah, it's Bukaki. Oh my it's gosh, fucking wow. Bucky. Postal but clerk and guess who else? Bake. Who was the postal clerk? Postal Roger clerk Rowe. was yeah, whatever his name is. Charles Fleischer. Taking and- dirty sheets up. Oh. Taking clean sheets up. Remember, he says, hey, take those. She's going to need clean sheets. I feel and like he, he just wants a freebie from the prostitute. Well, no, she says to him, should I give him a freebie? And Irene says, no, because he's in love with her. That's weird. So he just Why brings, would you give the guy who's in love with you fresh, clean sheets up to where she's making fucking dirty. With the men. With uh, Roach, who is played by Church, and who's played by Lowell, Lowell, sorry, and uh, weird. Uh, The cops show up with the collector and try to get an idea of what the hell's going on. The collector, Billy Zane, the charismatic, the wonderful, beautiful man, spins his tail, and Breaker's looking like the bad guy. Plus, Breaker wouldn't speak up at that point. Until the cops decide to take the whole crew to the station. That's when the collector runs out of patience and punches the sheriff through the GD skull. Through the face. All the way through. It turns out the collector was looking for a key-shaped receptacle that Breaker had. Well, after that whole scene, it's pretty obvious that the collector is bad, but is Breaker good? We still have that question. Collector, it turns out the collector is a high-level demon looking for the key for his nefarious plans, which I'm not going to spoil too much. Yeah. There's lots of gross demons that are under the collector that if you, the only way you can kill them is by busting out their eyeballs. And he does whatever he can to get that key, but the liquid inside can make force fields that demons can't go through. Like if he pours it on a, like a door jam or a window pane, stuff like that. Breaker tries to batten down the hatches to keep the demons out and wait until morning because they can't come out in the day. But it wouldn't be much of a movie if it was that easy. The collector tries to seduce all of the group to help him get the key. We learn who Breaker is. We learn what the significance of the key is. We get some awesome and gross scenes. This is Demon Knight. Shane, yeah. what'd you think about it? I enjoyed the hell out of oh, it. Oh, good, 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 good. Uh, let's talk about Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah, okay. What are your thoughts on her? Hot? She looks like a boy. Uh, she has a boy haircut, but she was all woman. She it's, looks like a boy. She is hot <laughs> in those uh, white undie pants. I was going to say, especially in that scene when she was in like a crop top and white undie pants. <laughs> <laughs> but I was just kind of like, well, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I to think. I feel like about she's this. very small too. Like yeah. she's probably a hundred pounds and like five foot two. Or is something. Will Smith really? You know, Will Smith's taller than me. Yeah, he's like six six. Yeah, he's like probably. I don't know how tall he is, but he's taller than me. He's what are you six two three? Six, don't you six. dare! He, he's don't you sol- dare take that inch away from me. He's a solid six six. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, it's a good movie. Here's my here's the thing about this movie. So, my favorite kind of horror movie, and I'm not saying this is the only kind I like, but the favorite my favorite kind of horror movie has this. It has a great story, and this, which we're not going to give away or whatever, it has a pretty good backstory. I mean, it's pretty. 
I feel like it's not like the best backstory of all time. I, feel I like, do like it though, but but I feel like it's not that unique because it, it delves into places where it's like, yeah, we've been there, we've we've seen shit like this before. But I mean, at least it had a, like kind of a deeper meaning. But there was a lot of comedy. There was a lot of gross out moments. There was a lot of like comedic, yeah, fun times. Like especially when uh, Uncle Wally or Willie was uh getting at the bar oh my god he was getting seduced by <clears throat> by the collector because you know not like seduced like i want to have sex with you he's getting seduced like hey come to the dark side I'll, yep you know all you got to do is take a drink that's all i'm saying he did it but you know what what red-blooded american man wouldn't, wouldn't want do that? that that's what i'm saying if you're in that world at that moment and those breasts are bouncing around <laughs> you and they are saying come over to the bar oh sheesh yeah. Especially if you're a lonely old alcoholic guy, right? Yeah. I mean, when's the last time you suppose that happened to him? I'm going to go ahead and say it's been 20 years. Yeah. 19, 19, 1985. <laughs> I love that song, by the way. But I feel like yeah. the last time Uncle Willie was in a room with 18 naked ladies was 1975. A Roger Corman film. Yeah, absolutely. Well, in his life, because he's, uh, he's Dick Miller, after all. So, anyway. Uh, it's a good movie. It's a fun movie, and I love the Crypt Keeper. Of course, of course. But but I feel like the like I mentioned this before. This is Billy Zane's best role, in my opinion, by far. I'm not like a Billy Zane historian, but he gets to go a little crazy in this one. He gets to be funny, and he's like, "Oh, hold don't pull don't dip dip dip." He's so. Did fun. you hear me talk about him tearing off the panties? Of I did. He's, he's also the, very strong, apparently. Well, Watch that and then decide. <coughs> no, I haven't seen this, so I need to see Dead I, Calm. I feel like he's very off-putting in that movie. Really? So I can still watch Dead it. Dead Calm? I can I mean, still watch that and he's still a love rapist Billy on a boat. That happens, man. If yeah. you're on a boat, what you going to be? After you kill Sam Neill, our dear fucking hero. Oh, spoiler. Thank you for that. I haven't seen it yet. Well, it's got to be, you know, <laughs> straight people on the film and he's tearing off the pan. What is Sam Neill doing? I don't know. What Sam if he's doing. tearing out, the, is it one of those situations like, uh, 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 what's that movie with the counselor? Oh, Warriors? What? What are you talking Cape about? Cape Fear. Oh, yes, absolutely. Where he just ties, maybe he ties Sam Neill up. Oh, and no, he kills him. He to, kills and he rapes. Kills him. Nah, he kills and rapes. Billy Zane. Billy Zane's a killing rape guy. Where uh, <laughs> Al, uh, I'm not saying personally he's probably Bobby, like that in real life. Bobby but. De Niro's more of a tie up and rape. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I don't know. I'm just, I'm going to go ahead and uh, leave my opinion out of that. Oh, no, but I loved him in this. Uh, but the thing is, is William Sadler, Dick Miller are always great. Eclectic uh, cast. They did really great together, I feel like. Um, a lot of memorable scenes. Intro, obviously. Uncle Willie's seductions, you know, I've talked about them. There's a, I just, I really, really love this movie. It's funny because, like I said earlier in the show, all day I worked from home, so I watched like uh, a lot of Tales from the Crypt. And they're all based on Haunt of Fear, The Vault of Horror, uh, Tales from the Crypt, the EC comics from back in the day. But this was based on none of them. This is a brand new incarnation from that. Right. But it was great. Uh, let's see. Blah, blah, blah. Wouldn't you blah, like blah. to see William Sadler be in more movies? He's, yeah. I, you know I that agree. face. He's great. Uh, yeah. He was death in Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yeah. That's his biggest 
that's that that's the big stuff. Uh, he was in season one, episode one of Tales from the Crypt. By the way, this right. this season, I love I love this movie. Man, I give this a high buy. I want that guy to have a big career. Oh, he did. I feel like he's doing okay, man. I feel like he's doing all right. Well, he's doing. Right, I don't know. He's doing Billy Zane good. Oh my god, have you seen anything Billy Zane's put out in the last ten years? Awful. No, it's awful. I refuse to watch. Yeah. And I refuse. The last thing he probably made any money on was in 1990-whatever with... Devil Boy. No, or whatever. It was Titanic. A... Oh. No, you think of the Phantom. That dumped a butthole of shit yeah. on the world. Do you so. get paid before those or after? I Probably before, but I feel like that was like his last payday, and then he was in nothing else that was any good. Don't ever. He is in like four upcoming movies. Really? Yeah. I probably shit. Because when I was doing the research, I mean, I don't know what he's in, but when I was looking at it, I was like, it's very interesting. He's got th- four upcoming I'm projects. I'm sorry, but he's been, in a, he's, been, he's been in a lot of garbage, like low-budget indie shit. And I'm not saying low-budget indie shit's always bad. I'm just saying the ones that he happened to be in were not that great. Anyhow, that's all I'm saying. I give this movie a high buy. I love this movie. I've seen this movie a hundred times. I have this movie on VHS. On DVD and on Blu-ray. I give it a high buy. I do not have it on any of those outlets. Dude. But I have it on In My Mind. <laughs> That's all that matters, man. And I think it's great. And I'd like to see William Sadler get into a great, uh, good film. I feel like if we looked around and we did our research, we would find that great no, film. No, I looked. Oh, my god, He's not doing so good. You know what he said in the Ghost Journey? He should. I melvined him or whatever. He should. Oh, you know what? Here's a fun nugget for you. He is in the brand new Keanu Reeves. He was in 2018. They are coming back. Bill and Ted's I hope Crazy so. Adventure. No, yes. It is in. It is in. in he was in Die Hard 2, by the way. And, yeah. And he is in it. I, hope I so. saw that in the IMDb. Oh, that's notes. great. That's awesome. So why don't we do this? Why don't we end the show off? I feel like we've we've nod on people's ears for long enough. Let's go over the question of the episode. If you had to raise one, nod their ears off or just nah, nod, nod, G N A W. Okay, nod. Right. If you had to raise one creepy movie child, horror movie child is your own. What child would you choose to parent and why? Bone foam three eight five three five one nine two seven three. That's three eight five three five one nine two seven three. Shane, it's almost ten o'clock. I'm getting tired. How you doing? Mm. Mm-hmm. That so, is that is a great question. <laughs> so for the corpse cast, we'll catch you. I cannot later. wait to get into that one. I will I will talk <laughs> to you later. Bye. Oh,